One of the treasures of the Christmas season is the story of the three wise men, magi or kings, depending on the biblical translation, who comes from the east following a star to visit the newborn king of the Jews to do him homage. Reflecting on the story at the beginning of each year has been significant for me, urging me to follow a star for the year. I ask myself, what is the star for this year and where is it leading to? In the original story, it is apt that the star should communicate the birth of Jesus, a most important event in the evolution of the universe, the incarnation of God, God taking on the nature of mankind. But it is also symbolic for me in that God has a message for me that I should follow a star for the year ahead. This year, being in London, where they would be celebrating the coronation of a new king later this year, and that many persons will come from the East bearing gifts to do him homage, has made the story more tangible for me. I better appreciate that the wise men following a heavenly media message would first go to the king's castle to present their gifts. I suspect that as they approached Jerusalem, the Magi took their eyes off the heavenly sign, giving way to the obvious assumption that the star was leading them to the castle of the king. So it is with us and with me that our assumptions often lead us to lose sight of God's message for our lives and we go towards our own man-made castles in our lives. I think of castles, man-made castles of success, pomp and glitter, like the upcoming coronation. For us, for me, these kind of castles could be a new car, a new phone, a new fancy outfit, a new job, promotion, new house, winning the lottery. Now, there is nothing intrinsically wrong with any of these things, but we must bear in mind that they are not God's message for our lives. God's message is much more profound as my, and as my granddaughter would say, impressive, astounding, amazing. I can imagine the shock to the three magi wise men when they asked at the castle of the king, where is the newborn king of the Jews? And they were greeted with shock and confusion. It is said the reigning king was greatly troubled. They had made a wrong assumption. The newborn king of the Jews was not in the castle. To 
ascertain the correct answers, the reigning king's advisors must consult sacred scripture. Similarly for us, to discern the correct star for our lives, the correct message and where it is leading to, we also must consult sacred scripture. Sacred scripture sends them and us in a very different direction from the man-made castle. Surprisingly, away from the castle and the castles we have built in our lives, in our mind, to a much more humble town, Bethlehem. I think we should ask ourselves, what is the Bethlehems in our lives? And in, in all stories, evil appears, and the reigning king surreptitiously asks the wise men to report back to him so that he can go also and do him homage. As it turned out, not to do him homage, but to attempt to kill him. His words strike a sinister song to us. Go and actually search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, come back and report to me. So often the castles that we have built try to silence the true message of God for our lives. Realizing their error, the Magi abandon their assumptions and look once more to the sky. They look for God's genuine message, for their sacred pilgrimage and their journey. And there once again the star reappears. God is calling them to a new direction, not to a direction of man-made castles, but for God's message to their lives. The words are so powerful. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising proceeded them, leading them to Jesus and his mother. Brothers and sisters, God's message for our lives always leads us to Jesus and his mother. Where that like the Magi, we can fall prostrate and adore him. And opening our treasures, our talents and gifts, we can offer them up to Jesus and his mother and help in building his kingdom, using our God-given talents as precious as gold, frankincense and wood. At its core, the story of the Magi is one of conversion. The Magi set off on a holy, sacred pilgrimage, guided by God's message, a star, hoping to pay homage to a newborn king in a castle, only to discover something much more extraordinary, a boy and his mother in a simple, humble dwelling. The experience so converts them that the gospel says they left for their home 
after presenting their gifts by another way. They were changed. They were transformed. The story reminds us of the conversion experiences of our lives when we embarked on a holy pilgrimage, probably to a foreign land, or to a Life in the Spirit seminar, or to an RCIA experience, a Lenten experience, the birth of a child, a mission, a ministry. We embark upon these pilgrimages expecting to find Jesus in a man-made castle only to discover something more wonderful, a new way of life, a way that draws us on all and demands all our God-given talents of gold, frankincense, and wood, so that we leave living a much more fulfilled life. As we start this new year, I encourage you to embark on your own holy pilgrimage, discerning the star. Where is the star that God has placed in your life? How can you discern the star through prayer, through reflection, through contemplation, through reading sacred scripture? through Christian meditation. How can you discern the star that God has placed in your life at the beginning of this new year? And then, when you discover this star, asking God for the courage to follow it in this year ahead that will lead you to the end of the year living a much more fulfilled life. This is so exciting. Just speaking about it has made me so happy. And I wish and I pray that you will take the time to discern the star in your own life at the beginning of this year and to pray that God will give you the courage when you discover the star that God is sending in your life a heavenly message for your life that you would have the courage to be able to embark upon this sacred, divine, powerful pilgrimage.